everybody. Hey, good evening. You are here with Jeremy <laughs> on this bright, sunny day of 3.34 p.m. Sea Draft, Texas. That's right, kitties. Buckle up. We're about to go on a little ride. No, just in all seriousness. Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's actually not morning. It's not. It's, it's afternoon. Evening. It's three. It's coffee it's, time. It's three, yeah. <laughs> It's three. Yeah, it's no kidding. Lamar's saying, good morning, good morning. Yeah. We've got our coffee with us. Yeah. And we are ready to talk. Yeah. Yes. I hope y'all are ready to listen. Hmm. So um, I'm going to open this up with prayer this morning before we talk. And then uh, if you'll all just uh, close your eyes, unless you're driving. <laughs> unless you're driving. <laughs> oh, heavens to Betsy. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. Hmm. All right. Well, we're going to say a prayer, though. And, and, uh, just lead us into this. And and uh, so, Heavenly Father, we ask you, O oh Lord, that you are with us as we speak today of these topics and as we converse with one another. We pray, O oh Holy Spirit, that you are in the midst of us, that you give us your guidance, that you give us your counsel, that you lead us where you want us to go. But we pray that it affects others' hearts, that their spiritual ears are open, that their spiritual eyes are open, and that their hearts are open and ready to receive your word for whatever you have for them. We are grateful to be in your midst, and we are grateful to have this opportunity to be able to speak freely about you and to share and testify on your behalf. We thank you, we love you, and we give you all the praise in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. Well done, honey. Thank you. you. Okay. The topic that we're going to talk about today is something that is near and dear to my heart. It is about praying with your children. Mm -hmm. It is something that's very important to me, something that the Lord has pressed on my heart to do for our grandchildren. And um, I had been woken up. I, I know I've talked about this before and you'll read this in the book, but I had been woken up before and told by the spirit that it was time for Xander to meet Jesus and learn the plan. I didn't know exactly what that meant, um, but I, I I also felt that it was very important. How else do you meet Jesus? Right. You know, how, how else do you do it yeah. than to talk to him? That's that's how we have a relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's how we uh, we are to to live our lives as Christians. And so I felt it very deeply on my heart to pray with them. And one of the things that I think is so important if that is what you are about to go into next is to start teaching a child how to pray you have to it's it's going to take it's going to take work on your part as the adult as the parent or as the grandparent because you can't teach a child something if you don't have it within you right so that would be like trying to teach a child math or trying to teach a child how to read you have to know math before you can teach it you have to know how to read before you can teach somebody else how to read, you have to know the Lord before you take somebody else to him. Mm -hmm. It's important. It's a, it's, it's a treasure that you can pass on to your little people. And by doing this, you give your child a hero, a living, breathing, holy hero for them to turn to. Oh yeah. You know, so. Someone in their time of need, definitely, you know. Yes. Because if you, if you do not, introduce prayer to your child in the world that we are living in now 
and you send them out into this world, you are sending your child out without armor, without weapons, without the ability to battle what is out there. And like it says in the Bible, we are not fighting against flesh and blood, but the spiritual beings. Oh yeah. The unseen, the unseen things, you Mm -hmm. know, um, the enemy will use people to hurt you, to get in your path, to try to stop you. Mm. And you have to know that there is a spiritual battle going on that you cannot see. For every soul on this planet. That's right. And it's so important that you teach your child how to go to their heavenly father and pray, how to ask for help, not just on their knees in the morning before they go to school, but while they're at school, teach them and tell them, you can talk to Jesus anytime you want to. I've told Sandra and Zorora, you know, I've, I've had them repeat something in their mind. I've told them something and said, okay, do you know how you can sing to yourself in your head? Um, or you can hear yourself in your head. It's the same way when you're trying to pray. When without using your mouth, say right. you're in a situation, you're sitting in the middle of class or something and you're scared or any situation, you know, I want them to understand how you can pray to Jesus without, without your mouth. Right. In their heart. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And to go, you know, in the, in the beginning is where you're saying how it was so important. Well, it's, it's so important that Solomon felt he needed to write it down and and Proverbs, and he wrote it down in Proverbs 22, 6, and it's uh, train up a child in the way he should go, uh, teaching him to seek God's wisdom and with and will for his abilities and talents. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that was, there it is right there. He's trained up a child in the way, you know, mm-hmm. if we don't teach them, how are they ever going to know? You no, know what I mean? I mean, let's say... It's the same way with anything in this world. If you don't teach them good from bad, they're going to stumble across it mm -hmm. eventually. Eventually they will. And chances are it'll be the bad first. Right. That's usually what. They need to know how to handle it. They need to know how to be equipped to fight that. Yeah. And, you know, like he said, that had to have a a hero to have Mm -hmm. someone that they could turn to. There's a lot of children out there in in bad situations Mm -hmm. that we don't typically see a lot of, you know. But there's a lot of kids out there in really bad situations. You see the, the aftermath yeah. on the news, but you don't see what they're going through at the time because nobody knows. Yeah. And they, you know, lots of them, you know, if they, or all of them, if they have Jesus, you know, and they have him to rely on. Mm-hmm. He's there no matter where they, where they're, yeah. whether they're introduced to it or not. But to go ahead and let them know about him now so they have hope and faith. And know that they are not alone. Right. Is our responsibility as their caretakers, as their parents, as their grandparents. Um, you put clothes on your children. You feed your children. I hope you do. There's some out there that are not being fed. I mean, there was a woman on YouTube the other day who had was giving lessons on how to be a good parent. And she got arrested because her children were abused. Yeah, they You were, can't tell by looking at somebody what's going on in their home. So there are so many, there are so many children out there that need, need guidance and need to know how to pray. Yeah. Yes. And the, yeah. Go ahead. And the, oh no. Go I'm going to let you, I'm going to let you kind of roll because this is, I know this is one that's, 
that this, you're extremely passionate about. And... I am passionate about this one. Um, I, uh, Jeremy and I pray multiple times a day. When the children are here, that changes my prayer life a little bit. I put aside my normal prayer to bring them into my prayer time in the morning. Mm -hmm. And I know when I do that, that I, I, I'm not really able to have my normal time with, with the Lord, but I feel like what I'm doing by bringing his little children in there is sufficient. It is what he wants me to do. I feel like if I don't do that, then I'm not doing what he told me to. He also says in Matthew 18, uh, 10 through 14, um, just to close up and kind of, I guess it's paraphrasing or Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, do not despise one of these little ones uh, for their angels. See the face of God. Yeah. You know, these little innocent children, you know, Mm -hmm. they're very, very important. They are important. You know, they are. I want them to, they, they need to know how so very important Mm -hmm. they are to the Lord. These are his little people who are coming up in the kingdom. Mm -hmm. These are little disciples that are growing. Um, Xander was was told by the Lord, I want you to build a kingdom. Mm-hmm. And what does that mean for a little child? Do we just drop it and leave it at that? And let him figure it, it yeah, let him figure it out on his own? Yeah. Or do you walk them through this call that the Lord has has made upon his life? Oh. I am not the Lord. I have no idea what he means by having Xander build a kingdom. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But I do know that he has called him the same way that he has called you to build a church. Those are two people who have been called by our Lord. So he's moving. He's doing something. Mm-hmm. I have to teach him how to talk to talk to the Lord, yeah. you know, um, how to have a relationship. And he and he does from from that. I mean, mm-hmm. he really does. He has a it, it's it's pretty cool to talk to him, you know, mm-hmm. about Jesus and talk to him about God. And, and he's just, he sometimes knows I'll tell him, stories sometimes I'll tell him something. He's like, I know. Pardon me, little person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he knows like the, some of the stories, you know, already, you know, like, you know, Moses and he knows mm-hmm. David and he knows um, Noah, Noah and he knows mm-hmm. the, how the, the beginning with Adam and Eve and. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's got a pretty good grasp on it. Yeah. I mean, a really good grasp for his age. If at a, another at a child young age. came up to him and asked him who Jesus was, he could tell him. He could. He would. I mean, he could straight up deliver a sermon on it. If he, I bet he really could and because mm-hmm. he is pretty knowledgeable of it. But it's because of the work that you have put into that. Mm-hmm. If you hadn't, he wouldn't have any idea. Yeah. But now right. he does. You're right. And. You know, it come. That's what it comes from. You know. Yeah, and um, it's an honor. It's an honor to be yeah. able to do this. So when in the morning, what I do is I will take them into the bedroom, and there's a trunk that has blankets and stuff in it, and we'll sit Indian style on the floor in front of that trunk because there's a a big wooden cross on the top of it that uh, Jeremy had built, mm-hmm. and um, all three of us have a head head cover that we put on our heads when we pray. Um, We do this out of humility. Um, I always feel like I'm supposed to take my hair down. I always kind of feel guided and led to do this. My shoes need to come off. My hair needs to come down. I put my head cover on and uh, 
then Xander and Zorora have their own. Now, multiple times, Xander has taken my head cover and says he's leading prayer, which <laughs> who am I to stop him and to stifle this little child and his spirit? Yeah. So I, I let him do it. You know, uh, sometimes he wants to sit in the middle of it. And what I do, and I've never realized I do this, but whenever I'm sitting on the floor and I'm praying, I'm rocking back and forth. Mm. And I've recently learned that that's called shuckling in the, uh, the Jewish Jewish way of praying. When you see them at the wailing wall, they're rocking and, and rocking back and forth. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's an unintentional thing that I do. So one time, whenever we were in there and he does it now from now on, and this is why children follow your lead. They see right. you do something and they mimic it the same with everything else. Well, in Christ say it, uh, a child can only do what the son can only do what he sees the father doing. Yes, exactly. So I rock. Now, the first time that Xander led us in prayer, he put his head wrap on. He started rocking back and forth. And <laughs> I'm trying to concentrate. But my my mama and grandma heart is so full. I start crying. Mm. If you have ever experienced something like this, you know what I'm talking about. And if you have not, I invite you to do this, to teach your your little children to pray. It is the most precious thing. And if you want to see the Holy Spirit show up in a room, listen to a child pray. It is precious. Amen. So we are we're sitting there and he's leading us in prayer. And then he leads us into the Lord's Prayer, which which both Xander and Zorora know that that is the the first prayer that that they will have that they can carry with them Mm -hmm. because the prayer that we say, I will go through the whole tribe of us from head, from, from the first Yeremia you to the littlest Yeremia, little Jeremy, Mm -hmm. and I will go through each one of us. And then we branch off into those other people who are a part of our tribe as well. Mm -hmm. But listening to him lead us in prayer, I started crying and he put his little hand on my hand and he grabbed the edge of my head cover and started wiping my tears away because he knows that head cover is full of my tears that I have shed during prayer. I have told them it's never to be washed. If Muma goes to heaven before you do, which I hope so, or the Lord comes back to get us, which I really hope so, mm-hmm. then it's to be divided up between my grandchildren as a testimony of what I have taught them to, to pray to their Lord. And, um, of course he says, no, it's mine. He thinks it's going to be all his and, and Zorora and yeah. little Jamie don't get <laughs> any of it, <laughs> um, which they can yeah. deal with that later. <laughs> well, this, you know, not to interrupt you, but no, what, you're good. what's your, I can have a sip of my uh, coffee with eggnog, mm. no alcohol, <laughs> just yeah. eggnog from the grocery yeah. store. And it's very good, better than Starbucks and much cheaper. <laughs> What you're talking about, what you're doing, and <clears throat> what we are teaching them in this process, you know, we're a good father leaves an inheritance for his child. And lots of people look at this as a, a money or material things mm-hmm. or these things. But what I believe that truly means is an inheritance is a a treasure trove of faith in God. Mm-hmm. That is the treasure that is the treasure buried in the field that a man will go and sell everything he has <laughs> to own that one treasure yeah because it's more valuable than anything in this world i agree it is more powerful 
it is bigger it is it is the only treasure that cannot be taken from you mm-hmm. it is stored in heaven yes. with almighty father protected yes. by angels yes and mm-hmm. no rust no moth no thief nothing can touch it no and it's it is one of the best i believe inheritances that you can pass down to your children whether they be children or whether they be older it's never too late we didn't really i mean we involved our kids you know mm-hmm. we talked to them about about the lord and stuff you know as they kind of grew up but not so much when they were younger mm-hmm. you know but yeah. more when they were older mm-hmm. and you know we just talked to them about it and and they saw us and how we were with with our heavenly father and our savior and the holy spirit you know they they could see us and they saw the example of how we were changed Mm -hmm. how we have completely changed and how our lives have changed for the better how they have gotten harder and what has happened to them they have followed but they suit. have followed suit they have each and all of them each and every one of them laid down laid down all of the fleshly things, things yeah. the alcohol everything yeah. they've laid it all down and we're examples yeah no that's what we're supposed to do but that's leaving an inheritance for them yes and that's an inheritance they can pass on to their children right and their children to their children mm-hmm. you know lots <laughs> of people in this world we pass down divorce we pass down family violence. We pass down alcoholism. We pass down, you know, these things that never get broken. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's time to think about. People need to think about starting a new, start a new tradition. Yeah. Start a new way of life. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, it's never too late. Learn Today yourself. Today is a great day to start. Yeah, learn yourself, and teach them. Mm-hmm. The Holy Spirit will teach you everything you need. That's right. Oh my gosh, everything he will you need. Lead you. He will lead you and teach you. Trust he me. Will. You don't need to go to seminary school. You don't to do this. You don't need to go, you know, learn any kind of theology or any of those things. Nope. You don't need to be an ordained minister. You don't need to do any of those things. No. Um, trust me. I am <laughs> living proof that he will teach you in the way in a very short amount of time. <laughs> If you allow him, if you're willing to surrender and let him do it, mm-hmm. you know, in a very short amount of time, he will teach you these things. He'll pass these things on to your children. Yes. One of the, that makes me want to go to, if you, if we are leading by example, that means that's going to take, that's going to take some change on your part. That's going to take you showing them that you believe in prayer so much so that you're willing to change your life and give your life to the Lord because you are an example. You can't party all night long and drink in front of them and then take them into a prayer in the morning. You're a hypocrite. Yeah. And you can't do that. You can't use the Lord's name in vain and then sit down and ask the Lord for anything. That's it doesn't work that way. It's going to take work on your part as the adult to change. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many scriptures in the Bible that talks about how God doesn't answer your prayers or he won't even listen to you mm-hmm. if you are doing a certain thing or living a certain way. 
you know, it says that husbands, if, if you don't honor your wife, you have to honor your wife. So your prayers don't get hindered. Mm. He's not going to listen to you. If, if you're not doing what you're supposed to do, if you're not leading your family as the, the, the man under the head of Christ, you know, he's not going to listen to your prayers because you're a hypocrite mm. and it, it doesn't work that way. It takes work on your part. It's a relationship with the Lord. Right. It, yeah. It's, it's, it, it is a, a relationship, an ever growing relationship mm-hmm. with him. And yes. the closer you draw to him, the closer he'll draw to you. Yes. But if you are unwilling to do that. Um, I, I understand that there are people out there who do not know how to pray. Right. I, I understand that. So you may be thinking to yourself, okay, this sounds really good. I, I want to do this. How do I do this? What do I do? Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I said before, it's a relationship. Start small then. Um, teach them the Lord's prayer by doing this. Um, when I pray, I, I go to him in thanks. I thank him. I ask for forgiveness every single day because we're sinners not because I'm walking around sinning, but my, my flesh is, is keeps me from sinning because I have self-control, which is the last fruit of the spirit. I have self-control. I know right from wrong. Um, so that keeps me from fleshly sinning, but my mind can sin against me and go in directions that I, it's like, I'm a, it's a complete different part of my body, you know? Mm. And um, it's spiritual warfare. It's, yes, yes, it's, it is. That it's the flesh at war with the spirit. It is, and um, that that takes me off into another thing. The enemy will whisper to you. He will try to hinder you from doing this. I have a whole a whole another topic to talk about one day about the enemy and the things that he will whisper to you to try to thwart your life. That's a whole nother subject in itself. He wants to derail you at every chance. Of he course gets. he does. He does not want you to teach your child to pray. I tell you that much. So if it gets hard, trust me, mm-hmm. you're getting closer and you're on the right track. Right. So what I would suggest is to maybe at nighttime, go into their room and don't just do the typical, now I lay me down to sleep prayer. There is no soul in that. That is a repetitive thing. There's no soul in that. I, I want you to grab their little hands. Tell them we're so, th- tell, talk to God and say, thank you so much, Lord, for this day. Be thankful in it. Even just a regular day. Be thankful for that regular day because that is a day you did not get a phone call that somebody was in an accident. You did not get your get get lose a loved one. You you did not lose your job. Just a regular day is a blessing, y'all. And each one of us take that for granted. So I want you to to pray with them, teach them how to say thank you to the Lord because He controls every single thing in your life and your children's lives. Did you want to say something? No. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. No, you're absolutely right. Teach I'm, them. I'm sorry. I'm dominating this It's all right. I, I told you I, I figured it was you were going to because you are passionate about it. I am passionate about it because it's so important. Yeah. I I want everyone to do this. Go yeah. Ahead. Well, like you were saying, teach them to be thankful. 
thankful, yes. Give him the honor and the praise and the glory first. I look at the Lord's prayer Mm -hmm. that Jesus Christ left us. I look at that prayer and everybody says that prayer. Lots of people know it and they Mm -hmm. say that prayer, but it's, they say it emptily. And it is a good one to know, but your prayer life needs to go beyond that. Mm -hmm. And that prayer, I believe is a roadmap for how to truly Mm -hmm. pray to the Lord. And you look at, you know, our father who art in heaven, Mm -hmm. hallowed be thy name. He's giving, there's the thanks. Your kingdom come, your will be done. You know, let your let your will be done on this earth. Oh Lord Jesus, come back. Let your kingdom be full. Let it let it let it do what your will and what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, give us this day our daily bread. You know, I, I believe that that means to, you know, what most people would think that that means as far as that we have food, that we have clothes, that mm-hmm. we have a roof over our heads, you know, the daily bread. But I think that it also goes beyond that to feed us spiritually. Give us the hidden manna Mm -hmm. that you have for us, you know, reveals some of these spiritual, these hidden things you have for us. Let us drink deep Mm -hmm. from the crystal clear waters of life. Those who come to me will never hunger or thirst again. Right. You know, forgive (laughs) us for our trespasses, Mm -hmm. you know, forgive us for the, the things we sin for. He already knows you. He already knows what you've done. Mm -hmm. He already knows your sins. He knows your thoughts. He knows your mind. He knows all of it. But I don't think it's for his benefit that we ask for forgiveness. I think it's for our own benefit because Mm -hmm. if you've accepted Christ, you're already forgiven. Right. But we need to repent. I want to acknowledge that I'm a sinner. And you need to repent. He said, pleasing to the Lord is a broken and contrite heart. Yes. And you you need to you know, if you have shame over it, feel it at mm-hmm. that moment, but yeah. then let it go and know that you're forgiven afterwards mm-hmm. and then forgive others that have sinned against me, that have trespassed against me, mm-hmm. that have caused offense against me. Let me forgive them mm-hmm. is what he's saying. Yeah. He's saying, let me forgive them just like you forgave me. Mm-hmm. Because if we don't forgive those others around us that have sinned against us, he won't forgive us. Right. You know, lead us not into temptation. You know, that means don't let us, don't let us go to where we can be tempted, you know, but it needs to go further. But if we are tempted, Holy Spirit, show us the way out. Mm-hmm. Just as you did with Joseph when he was tempted by uh, Potiphar's Potter, Potter, wife, I believe. Um, and she tried to grab him and he ripped out of his coat to get away mm-hmm. from her because she wanted to lay with him. And he was like, yeah. nope. Yeah. And he left his coat. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, you know, deliver us from the evil one, right. protect us mm-hmm. from the darkness, yes. from the evil surround us. You know, we're under his authority. Mm-hmm. You know, we're also under his protection and his His guidance. Mm-hmm. Our almighty king, mm-hmm. you know, and then you close it by giving him the honor and the glory. It is all his yes. and the power. It's all his. Yeah. So. This is like a roadmap, you know, I, I believe and I, you know, that's mm-hmm. the way I, that I look at that, but it is yeah. a good prayer to mm-hmm. start with. I believe yeah. he was given these, remember what Christ said, and thank you, Father, that this, mm-hmm. that this information was given to uneducated people, Right. that it was given to uneducated, not given to the Pharaoh mm-hmm. or Pharisees, not given to the, to the scholars and the scribes, mm-hmm. but given to the uneducated 
educated, the ones that did not know, mm -hmm. the ones that were truly seeking out God. Mm -hmm. And he was saying, you know, this is a good prayer. This is a good starting prayer for you. This is how you pray because he said this because they asked him, how, how do teach us to pray like you do? Mm -hmm. And he says, here you go. And it was a starting point, mm -hmm. but it needs to be elaborated on. And it will is the more you pray and the more you spend time with him and the more you ask him, ask the Holy Spirit to assist you in prayer, it'll expand. It'll yeah. get bigger and more intimate mm -hmm. and more relationable with God until eventually you're to a point where it's you're talking to God. It's like talking to your friend, your yes, father. Yes. And you're not always going to know mm -mm. what to say. There has been so many times when I have gone into prayer, I just go in there and I cry mm -hmm. because he knows my heart. He knows, he knows exactly what we need. And it says that, that, that mm -hmm. he knows, you know, so it's okay if you don't have words and you mm -hmm. don't know what to say. But one of the awesome things about whenever you do teach a child to pray, you're teaching a child to pray to something they can't see. And by doing so, you are showing them an example of faith, to have faith in God, to have faith in something they can't see. Amen. If you can teach a child and excite a child about Santa Claus, and that is, does not exist, you can teach a child and excite a child about Jesus that does exist, a very real hero for them. Um, so I, I just... I. Just try it. Just do it. Just do it out of faith. Um, one of the awesome things that took place with Xander is the faith of a child is so great. Um, he used to be extremely allergic to cats, really, really allergic to cats. And so we had to keep him far away from our cats. Well, he loves cats. And he had gone back to his mom's. And then came back to our house uh, for a visit. And he told me, he said, Muma, I was laying in bed one morning and I looked out the window and I asked Jesus, am I allergic to cats? And he said, no. And I was like, okay, okay, honey. You know, and so we went on with the day and we had kittens out there and Xander wanted to play with the kittens. Now he used to, his eyes would swell up. His nose would get all itchy. He would be a mess the whole day if he came in contact with a cat. So I'm sitting on the front porch steps while he's out there. And I keep, keep trying to keep him from messing with these cats because I'm afraid he's just going to break out in an, in an awful allergy attack. And he keeps getting a little closer, keeps getting a little closer. And I'm, you know how a child can push their, their grandmother. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. They, they, yeah, they twist your arm, that's yeah, for sure. You yeah. know, so I'm like, I keep watching this happen and, you know, nothing's happening, nothing's happening. And he picks the cat up and he's loving on it. And he looks at me and he goes, see, I told you I'm not allergic to cats. And I'm, I'm watching this and I'm, I'm waiting for some kind of reaction to happen, but nothing ever happens. Hours go on and nothing happens. So as, as of this day, Xander has never had another allergy attack, another issue with cats ever again. And this is a child who has been taught how to pray to ask Jesus if he's allergic to cats. And Jesus said no. And the faith of a child believed Jesus. 
and therefore he has no allergy issues to this day. And it's, it's unbelievable. And um, I'm, I'm still blown away by it. Yeah. They just completely went away. And it's, there goes my excuse for getting rid of this cat. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so, uh, by, by teaching a child to pray, you are actually teaching them to grow their faith in a big God. Mm-hmm. Um, and you are arming them with, with um, weapons that they need to go out in this world to survive in this world. There was a child in Xander's class that was bullying him and he's, he's in kindergarten y'all. It's, it's not, it's not good. This world is, it's getting worse and worse. And, um, one of the things that I've asked Jesus to help me with is to see people's hearts and not judge by how they behave or what they say um, like that. I, I know that people's behavior goes much deeper than their reactions and the things that they're saying or the things that, that uh, they do to somebody. Chances are this child is, may have a bad home life, um, may be abused may not know the kind of love that other children do. There's no telling. So it's it's not really good, I don't think, for for anybody to say this kid's a bad kid. You know what I'm you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? There's a there's a reason why he's bullying. So what do we do whenever whenever we have an issue? And this is what I tell the children, where do we go? What do we do? And they say, pray, let's go to Jesus. And that's exactly right. You know, there's not one thing that you cannot ask God. And it it says in the Bible, if you ask, if your words, if you abide in me and your words abide, if his words abide in us, we can ask for it and it will be done. I believe everything that the Bible says. I believe when he says, you know, when two or more in my name, I'm there. I believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe that you can put your hands on people and heal them. I believe every single thing that mm-hmm. the Bible says. And so Xander and I, we, we prayed about it. And I, I was praying about it at home. Jeremy was praying about it. And uh, the next time I saw Xander, I asked him, you know, how's it going with, with this child? And he said, oh, he stopped and we're friends now. And when you get an answered prayer like that, that is what you go to the Lord and give him thanks for. Mm-hmm. He is working on your behalf. He wants you to go to him. You're, he's your father. He wants you to have this relationship with him and rely on him. So that was, that was awesome, you know, for that to happen. Amen. Yeah. Um, so anyways, I, uh, that's that's like the most important thing to me is to bring your children into your prayer life, to teach yeah. them how to pray. It's okay if you don't really know what to mm-hmm. say. It'll start happening, especially if you change your life and you turn towards the Lord and you be the example in uh, your life changes. And by doing so, then they start to see that they want to mimic mom or dad or, or grandma or grandpa. Um, in the story of David and Goliath, there's a small child, a small shepherd boy who is puny, nothing at all, you know, mm-hmm. and then there's Goliath who's nine feet tall and he knows, David knows he can, he can do this, you mm-hmm. know, he can do this. And Goliath says, you know, who are you? You, you come at me with, you know, 
uh, David says, you come at me with sword and shield, but I come at you in the name of the Lord, our God. Mm-hmm. You know, when you have a mighty God in your corner, even the smallest, even the littlest, even the nobodyest. What can man do to me? That's right. You know, when you have a mighty God on your side, oh my gosh, there's nothing you can't do. If it isn't his will to do so and you you give your life to him, man, that's, I can't think of a better way to be armed in this world than to have my father behind my back. To there have is him, no better way. You know what I mean? There is no better way. There is no better armor. There is no more no way to protect there's no way to protect yourself from the unseen spiritual battles that we are involved in mm-hmm. that are going on around us all the time yeah there is no way to be protected from that mm-hmm. than by god yeah and putting on the holy armor that's right that is that is the only way mm-hmm. uh, yeah i'm going to read y'all out of deuteronomy this is one of the things that i really love it's uh it's actually called the shema prayer in the jewish uh Jewish, Jewish culture, but in here it talks about how we are to teach these things to our children. There's so many different scriptures about teaching, teach this to your children, teach this to your children. It's directly after the Ten Commandments. So what he's telling us is, here are the Ten Commandments. You teach these to your children. Talk about it all the time. Put it on your doorstep. Do all these things. Okay, so here is it. Here it is. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words which I command you this day shall be upon your heart, and you shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise. And you shall bind them as a sign upon your hand, And they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. And you shall write them on your doorposts of your house and on your gates. Amen. Yes. We are are taught so many times, directed so many times. Teach your children. Hmm. Teach a child in the way they will go. Amen. And when they grow up, they won't depart from it. Amen. And they won't. Nope. Always have that. Mm -hmm. It'll always be there. Yes, it will. And so... You know, you want to leave an inheritance. Yes. Like I said before. Yes. And I speak about this with such fervor because the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Mm -hmm. And I am full of my love for the Lord. I am full of my prayer life. That is the most important thing to me is my relationship with the Lord. And there's not one thing in this world that tops that. My relationship with him. No. Jeremy and I go, he prays over us in bed before we get up. Then we go out onto the porch with our coffee. We sit, we talk about any dreams, <laughs> any, any of those things. And um, then we read our Bible for a while. And then we separate and go off into prayer. We pray again together midday. At nighttime after our showers, we go off into separate rooms and pray again. And then when we're in bed at night, we pray together before we go to sleep. It is part of our life. And I encourage you to make prayer a part of your life. If you, if you dare to mess up 
your appointment with this world by being late to work or late anywhere you go because you have put God first. I assure you, he will have your back in that. He will. Uh, we have watched him move time around. We have watched him amen. stop time. I have since it happened numerous times to me. I have mm -hmm. like, I don't have time. I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta go. I gotta go. And then, nope. You know what? I'm going to give him my time. Mm -hmm. And I have, and it's like, almost like he's made it stand still. Yeah. You know, or if you know, you got to go to work and you're going to pray in the morning and you don't think you're going to have time, but get up earlier. Right. You're just making an excuse and you're being yeah. lazy in your prayer just life. Get up earlier. Yeah. You know, you, exactly. you sacrifice everything to him. You sacrifice everything to him. You give up everything. You lay your life down and pick up your cross. And I promise you, he will bless you mm -hmm. and he will keep you. Yes. And you will be under him and his authority mm -hmm. and his protection and guidance. I just, I can't say this enough. Know. You know, I, I just, know. I can't, I wish I, wish I could, I, I wish I could walk the people and touch them and say, Here's how I feel, and this is what I see. I know, and I want you but to feel this right work. now. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't. It doesn't. They all have their own experience, and everybody mm -hmm. has their own way, and God has his own way. Yes. So. Yep. Um, I want to say one more thing before we, we close this out. I had a dream last night, and I wouldn't consider this a biblical dream, not like the other dreams that we get. Um, but it was Xander and I, and we were walking to the very top of this sand pile. It was a huge sand pile and was packed in sand. And uh, when we get up there, there's this huge starfish. A starfish, It's it was so big. It was about the size of an 18-wheeler. Mm -hmm. And it was standing on, on end, on end, like half of it was in the sand and the other half was above it. And I remember just looking at it going, oh my gosh, this is the biggest starfish I've ever seen in my entire life. And there's like no water around. I don't even know what, what was going on here, you know? Mm. And so this morning when I woke up, I didn't really think much of this, this until we were driving into town um, to pick some things up. And all of a sudden the starfish story popped into my head and I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. I just thought about that, you know, and uh, I don't know if y'all have heard the starfish story before, and it's not a biblical biblical story, but it can be because you can impact anybody with the word of God. And it's this guy who's walking along the beach and he's picking up starfish and he's just throwing them back into the water. And this other guy comes along and he's like, what are you doing? There's so many starfish on the beach. You're never going to make an impact. You're never going to make a difference. And so he, the other guy picks this starfish up and he throws it into the water and he goes, well, it made a difference to that one, <laughs> you know, and it may not have been a biblical dream and that may not be a biblical story, but you can apply God's truth mm -hmm. and awesomeness and, you know, learning to all different kinds of things. And so when I thought about that, I thought about, you know, what we're doing here on the podcast. And you even said that you were like, you know, if it infects just one person, mm -hmm. then we're done. We did all it. Worth it. That's all that matters. Angels you celebrating know? in heaven. It's <laughs> yeah. all worth it. We're just over here hurling y'all into the sea and we hope it makes a difference. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, babes. Well, you all want right. me to say a prayer? Yeah. You want to pray us out? I will. Thank y'all right. for listening. Yeah, we really appreciate y'all. Like I said before, if y'all ever have any questions or if y'all ever have a topic you want us to talk about, send us a message. You can send it to us through um, the Refuge Ministry on Facebook, or you can um, 
follow us on Spotify and you can leave little messages underneath the episodes. All right. Dear Lord, we thank you so much for this day. We thank you for the opportunity to talk to people about you. Dear Lord, we are so blessed to belong to you, my God. Every single person in this world is your child. I pray in the name of Jesus that they turn to you. I pray that they look to you for guidance and direction. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that they are, they are affected by what we said today, Lord, and that they go to their child tonight and they pray with them. And it becomes a habit that becomes a lifestyle. Blessed Lord, you are the love of our life, and I am so thankful for you. I ask that you be with us through the rest of our day, that you be with all of these people who are listening to us, and bless them to be a blessing to others. We love you, we thank you, and belong only to you. In the name of Jesus the Christ, our blessed Lord and Savior, and the Holy Spirit that we love. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. We will talk to y'all later. Have a blessed rest of your day. God bless y'all. Amen. God bless y'all. Shalom, shalom. Shalom, shalom. Bye-bye.